0: Hello and welcome to the Goddess Up Your Life podcast, where we talk about finding your way back home to your true expression and purpose. If you are a woman who is ready to step into her next version and manifest a life that wholeheartedly fulfills her, and who is done with people-pleasing, who is ready to finally listen to her soul's calling, and who is willing to unapologetically express her boldest and most beautiful self, this podcast is for you. My name is Elaine Valerie and I'm your host today. Hello and welcome to this new episode. Today we're going to dive into a topic that is close to my heart. I boldly called the title of this episode, Why Most People Die Young. And that's because I really think they do. Not in a literal way, of course, but in so many other ways. And we are going to talk about it all. Who are these people that die young? Where are they? These are people who gave up on their dreams, people who lost their spark in life, people who made a wrong choice and now think that they're stuck with it forever, or even worse, people who gave up their entire identity to please others, people who dim their light not to be too much, or people who only listen to other people's opinions and never dare to follow their hearts. There are so many different ways how these things can play out in the collective. And I've seen it all in my social circle, in my friends, in clients, and even in my closest circle. For example, I see people who got married or pregnant way too early in life or who made some decisions for the wrong reasons. Some of them chose a lifestyle that doesn't suit them, or they chose a career path that doesn't fulfill them. Many people who die young aren't physically dying. They are just like a candle that is slowly suffocating and going out. I've made it my life's mission to help people reignite their spark again. Especially in my work with women, I've seen so many cases of beautiful ladies who never dare to be themselves, who think or thought that they are stuck with the choices that they made. But let me tell you, it's not like that at all. There's always a way out. And this episode is all about that. So first of all, how did we even get here? That life feels unexciting, dull, boring or simply mundane without any highs and lows. I think that we cannot just accept that the only highs in life would be, for example, celebrations or birthdays or Christmas or even festivals and the rest of our time, we live a boring life. I'm sorry, but I'm not here for it. This is something that I simply won't accept. Now let me ask you, do you remember this time in your life when we were all super young and when we had incredibly many dreams and every door seemed to still be open? When exactly did that stop? And why? One of the reasons could be this. There is A very linear path for most people. At least this linear path seems to be the holy grail, or at least it's been promoted like that. It looks something like, get good grades at school, be socially acceptable, get a good job, buy a car, get married, buy a house, be a good neighbor, become a parent, adopt a pet, pay your bills and loans, grow old and then die. It's mostly a life that follows this unwritten rule. Behave and follow the norm and then you will be accepted. And for sure, don't ever question anything. And let me tell you again, that's such a hard no for me. Maybe that's my rebellious Aquarius Rising speaking, but I simply can't stand rules and ideas that go against the unique evolution of an individual. Especially not when it's so obvious that so many people are unhappy with their choices in life. And another reason is, no one ever tells you about how to be happy, how to cultivate happiness, how to live in a way that really suits your unique needs. No one ever paints the picture for us how it will look like after we get the house, the partner, the job, the car and so on. What is the deeper reason why we want those things in the first place? And what's next? This so-called recipe for happiness, it's not it for so many people. And please don't get me wrong here. By no means do I intend to say in any way that any of these things are wrong. All of these things are amazing. If, and only if, you truly want them at a soul level. But there's the problem. How do we know what we really want? We have never been taught how to look inside for those things. We've only ever been taught what we're supposed to be doing. How many people on earth do all of these things, follow the norm and try to be a good person, just to wake up in their midlife with a bang, experiencing a tower moment and experiencing their life crashing down? In case you're not familiar with the term tower moment, In Tarot, there is a card called the Tower, which is probably one of the worst cards that you can pull. It symbolizes a breakdown of something, a sudden awakening or a realization that something has ended, most often in a very brutal or eye-opening way because the universe forced some much-needed change upon us that we kept resisting for way too long. And this is exactly what this is. You could also call it a midlife crisis. How many divorces do we see all around us? How many untreated mental illnesses? How many unhappy people are there? It aches my heart so much to see so many people suffer in this world. We haven't been taught the right tools at school or in society in general that prevent us from crashing into these walls. We only learn how to compete against each other but not how to be in a healthy relationship with anyone. We're being taught how to think logically, but not how to deal with emotions, especially not difficult ones. No wonder so many people feel isolated, cold and uninspired and just follow what is being presented to them as the path of happiness by the narrative that we've all been told of how a linear life should look like. We grew up in a world that has not taught us how to live a happy life. It has only shown us an illusion, the way that it's supposed to be done. And yes, it might work for some people. It genuinely might work for some, but not for everyone. And I want to talk about the people who seem to have it all, but who are not happy with it. Because there is still something missing, there is this spark missing, there is this alignment with their true self missing, because they haven't been listening to their soul's calling at all. We can see people pleasing at a very large scale being mirrored in the micro and macrocosmos. The collective at large is following a so called rule just to please the neighbor, the parents, the partner, society. But who is responsible for pleasing yourself? I think you might know the answer by now. Exactly. That's only you, my dear. You are responsible for your own happiness. You are responsible for your own life. And you are responsible for your own path. It's about to forge your own path and not to follow. It's about making your own way. This is what will lead you to happiness. Following a path that hasn't worked out for so many people. Why should it work out for you? As I said, it sometimes might. But what do you need and desire to cultivate your own happiness, to be happy, to live a happy life? But you need to take action for that. If you don't take action... You will just keep on giving your power away and probably keep on submitting to a way of life that won't ever make you happy. Now you might ask, what if you already made some choices in your life that cannot be undone? Let me tell you this. Just because you might have chosen a certain path in life, that certainly doesn't mean that you're now stuck. That is a misconception. Just because you chose a path in the past that doesn't mean that you won't be able to give your life a new direction. There are things that we all cannot control, things and circumstances that just are. But there are surely things that you can control. And one thing that you will always and forever be able to control is your thoughts. If you can't control the situation, you still can control your thoughts. You cannot control other people's actions, but you can control your own as well as your reactions. To break free from a situation or cycle that feels like a dry spell, you need to start with yourself first, with changing your thoughts. Because if you don't change your thoughts, you will stay in the same pattern and you won't find your spark there when you're in a negativity spiral. What are the thoughts you think daily? Do you really believe that thinking about the things that you regret will take you anywhere other than deeper into the downward spiral? Can you see where I'm getting here? Your thoughts will impact your emotions. And your emotions impact your behavior. Your behavior impacts your habits. And your habits will create patterns. So what thoughts are you going to choose daily? As you can see, I gave this topic a lot of thought because I feel it so deeply in my heart. I see so many people suffer dying young, because there is no spark inside of them. There is no light. They just keep on living their lives, feeling unsatisfied, feeling unhappy, but also at the same time unwilling to change anything about it because the comfort zone of staying in this so-called built system that they built for themselves is so hard to leave. So many people just accept the status quo even though they are not happy in it. That's why so many people die young. Many people make choices early on in their life. And the fear of shame or guilt or being laughed at just because they now might regret some of their decisions is painful. It's always a painful realization when it suddenly hits you that your choices weren't the best for you and now you need to change something. This will ultimately lead you out of your comfort zone because you have to take action. You have to change direction. You have to do something about it. Of course, it's more comfortable to stay where you are and just to keep on living. But what is the price for it? We only get this one life. And do we really want to waste it on an okay state or something that is just barely bearable? I don't think we should do that. My dear, if you feel called to goddess up your life for real and if you're ready to finally take serious action and follow your soul's calling, I offer one-on-one spaces in my 13-week-long The Evolving Goddess Mentorship. This is an opportunity for the woman who has big visions for her life and who is ready to find her purpose in the most empowering, intuitive, and soul-guided way. The next round starts in September So if you feel called to join, you can reach out to me via the links in the show notes or visit my website evolving-goddess.com. But now, let's get back to the episode. What makes people die young in the first place? First of all, it's submitting to the status quo. It's like accepting death. That's what I've been talking about. But let me tell you, we are cyclical beings. Whenever you look at nature, nothing ever stays the same. After winter always comes springtime and then summer and then autumn and then winter again. Everything changes all the time. And we are a part of nature and nature is a part of us. Everything comes and goes in cycles. And who says that you shouldn't? Who says that you're supposed to stay stuck in your midwinter phase forever? That's only you who says so, telling it to yourself, subconsciously of course. We often find ourselves being stuck because we simply accept the status quo, because we submit to external forces, we submit to an idea or a negative core belief that has been planted in our minds. We gave our power away. When we give our power away and just let Things happen and when we don't take action, of course, we will just stay where we are and nothing will change about our situation. Another thing that makes us die young is regret, as it keeps you in a low vibration. I personally don't want to regret anything. I can say for myself so far that I've truly lived and I'm not done yet. I still have so many things that I want to explore, so many goals that I want to reach, so many milestones that I want to achieve, personally, and when it comes to my business and work as a mentor. Constantly thinking about the negative things, or focusing on what went wrong, or the things that you regret, is really not healthy. It will keep you stuck in the past, in a low vibration. And you cannot embody your highest version when you're stuck in a low vibration. So what you need to do is to bring yourself back to the present moment right now. Appreciate what you have instead of regretting what you don't have or what you missed out on. Sometimes when you're in a really low state, it might be hard to find things that you really appreciate about your life. But 100% there are always things that are positive. You might just need to look for it a little bit more. Just the simple facts that you have a roof over your head, that you're able to listen to this podcast right now, that you're able to have food every single day. These are the small things that you can start with. The fear of the future is another thing that makes us die young. While regret keeps you stuck in the past, the fear of future will also take you away from the present moment again. And the present moment is where your power lies. Take back your life and start resurrecting yourself. Start igniting your spark again. As I already said, we are cyclical beings. No death is forever. After winter time, the spring comes. When we die physically, another life comes. So don't accept your status quo. Keep on dreaming. Keep on finding the things that light you up. I lastly want to talk about some things that you can do to literally resurrect yourself. First of all, I already mentioned this, but it's so important to just repeat it once more. Watch your thoughts. Watch what you're thinking on a daily basis. Because your thoughts create your emotions, your habits, your patterns. So be really careful what you think. Number two, ask yourself, where do you want to go from here, no matter what your situation right now is? What can you do from where you are with what you have? And also while being the version that you are right now. You might not see yourself as perfect or as evolved enough. But let me tell you, even the greatest masters in life, they started somewhere. And they probably started at a point that felt like zero to them or even minus something. So for you to get started, think about how you can reignite your passions. If you don't know what your passions are, Think about your childhood joys. Think about your dreams that you had as a child or as a young person. Start small with setting intentions for every single day. What do you want to experience on this day? In the morning, write down how you want to feel like in the evening. And then take simple, small action steps to get there. This leads me to my third point. How can you incorporate things that you would want to do in your everyday life already today, even if it's just the tiniest little steps? Remember, you can start a side hustle if you truly want that. You can learn new skills if you truly want that. Your small children will grow older someday and you will have more time for yourself again. But what can you do Right now, with the time and the skills that are already available to you. The only thing that's standing in your way is you and your belief that you're stuck in a situation that you might not like. I know I'm giving you some really tough love here today, I know that. But time is so precious. All we ever have is the present moment and just dreaming about all the changes that you want to see happening in your life is not enough. You need to take action. Just complaining won't get you anywhere. Just staying in the victim role or submitting to the status quo isn't enough. It won't change anything. It won't help you. So it starts with your thoughts, with your decision to do something about it. Even if it's just a tiny little shift every single day. We don't need to expect huge life changes every single day. That's not what I'm talking about. This would be amazing, of course, when we want to change something, but we need to start with the little steps. Every long journey starts with the first step. We all know that the past cannot be undone, but we have the present moment and you and we all are writing the future right now. You are writing it with your decisions, with your actions, with your force of will. So when are you going to stand up for yourself? When are you going to choose happiness? When are you going to choose yourself? Self-empowerment starts with your decision to put yourself first. This means Saying goodbye to people pleasing and saying yes to yourself. Saying yes to your life. Don't be someone who dies young just because you gave up on your life. Be someone who takes their power back. That's how you awaken to your own power and that's how you resurrect yourself and start to truly live your life. My dear, if you are still listening and you find yourself currently in a situation in which you feel so stuck, you can always reach out to me and send me a message. I would love to see you unstuck yourself. I would love for you to take your power back because you deserve it. You deserve a life full of happiness. Life is too short to just accept a status quo. I'm here with you by your side. And now I'm sending you so much love and talk to you soon. If you liked this episode, feel free to share it. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to not miss out on any new episodes. And if you have any questions or feedback, you can send me a message to podcast at or DM me on Instagram at elaine underscore Valerie. I'm sending you lots of love and talk to you in the next episode.